When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for joining us here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. As our good friend, producer Rocco over there said, Donna and Steve still vacationing this week. So you're getting the My Talk roulette wheel of My Talk hosts. I'm Miss Shannon here with, oh, you're such a handsome partner. Oh, Hello, Matt Belanger. A lot of foundation that's been on <laughs> since three. That's what that is. It it's, is holding up. Do you have to use, mm. like, do you have that spray, that <laughs> setting spray? Uh, I gave up on all that. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> my sister in, I'm the oldest of three. So yeah. my middle sister, she is the makeup one of the um, ones in our family. I am the speaker, talker, comedian one. My sister is the one that does all of the. She's like, she has a, a makeup blog and knows all. Oh, so the only reason I know anything about serious. makeup, she knows all of those things. And so she brings me things and then tells me why it's important. I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to. But now, I, you know what? I Pro tip. Yes. I buy that. It's, I don't know what to call it. And huh. I don't mean to offend anybody, but I call it the old lady face powder. Yes. From, um. Walgreens or whatever, and it's six dollars, and that uh, that stuff is better than any fifty dollars spray that you can buy. In my opinion, I just use this face powder, and it's Mm -hmm. good. So, so yeah, so she is great. So you do a you do a good job over there. Rocco and I are not going to uh, um, by any means uh, by any means cast aspersions. Uh, Well, it'll start flaking off by noon, but I'm happy to be (laughs) here. here. I do have I do have a question because I very rarely get to man makeup. Here we go. Exactly, I don't normally get to ask that except for my friends that do drag, and that's a whole different thing. That's a lot that's layers upon layers upon layers <laughs> although and some people sh- in person say you know your tv makeup's a little thick but anyway i don't think so well it's good lighting but maybe just it's good lighting here mm, mm. <laughs> so i wonder because here's the thing about black lady makeup i have yeah. to like don't touch things like it gets all over stuff yeah. exactly so does yours get on things oh, like I, you took yeah. like on your collar all yeah, the time the collar, okay yeah the collar mm-hmm. and every now and then there's a code five emergency in the makeup room we're getting ready <laughs> and it's and there ain't no time to spare when you i mean that train leaves at 4.30 in the morning whether right. we're ready to go or not mm-hmm. uh, and uh, sometimes I've got a little dribble down here and, and you're then, like I gotta then go then you do the emergency scrub and then the trick is the, you can dry it with the hair dryer and then you oh. and then you fly out to the set and pretend nothing ever happened okay well done I need to keep that one in mind <laughs> it's I an just, experience I just have to look dribbly because there's been times like I tried to do the eye, the eyeliner the magnetic lash eyeliner and that takes so long to dry in comparison to my little brow pencils I normally sure, use sure, that sure. I all the time mm. 
do it, think I can blink, cannot blink, now have raccooned myself and have to start afresh. <laughs> you know, my, you know, my co-anchor is Brandy Powell. Yes. And uh-huh. uh, I love me some Brandy Powell. She is the best to work with. And she taught me it's all in the eyes. Yes. It's all mm-hmm. in the eyes. She is lovely. Absolutely yeah, lovely. She's fabulous. Yeah. So, you had a quite a night, huh? You know, I want to say this. The first thing that I did is I came in and I put a five-star review for the McDonald's over in my uh, off-Broadway in Crystal where I live. Okay. okay. Um, and I talk about my kiddo Cyclone kid, but I don't always go deep dive into it. Um, so people who know me personally know that I have an amazing son who also happens to be high supports on the autism spectrum. So we just have different adventures and we go through things. And, and I don't always get into it because it's kind of hard to explain what it's like right. being an autism mom it. if you're not living it, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And you also don't want to, you know, he, you know, uh, he is my champion. You know, we yeah. have different things we have to deal with. And I, you know, one of the, the compliments that I get from people all the time that I actually am always like, I don't think it means what you think it means. So they say, I can never do what you do, um, which really kind of hurts your heart a little bit a little as bit, a parent, yeah. because you're like, I get what you're saying. You're saying you think that I'm a really strong individual and all that stuff. But it also is like, wow, you think my kid is so stressful that you couldn't do this. So I get what they're saying. And yeah. so thank you to people that do that. But I also... It comes from a good place. Right. Yeah. You know, and there are so many people that, especially when you are dealing with someone that has um, uh, uh, an unforeseeable or, or a, a, an unseen type thing. And so I, I bring this up because it happens with a lot of our friends that may have some sort of mental health challenge or something like that. Yes. You can't always tell what's going on in people's personal ecosystems. So last night, you know, Uh-oh. my kid, his favorite place <laughs> in the world is Target. We have gone to Target. Mine on many, too. Yeah, it's his favorite place. <laughs> you know, uh, when I was first trying to like get him to be more verbal, that was one of the places he would ask to go. So I save this up. It's normally a spot that we can go that doesn't get him super overstimulated and things have just been super diagonal and cattywampus since the pandemic because a lot of our favorite places we can't go oh, or it's yeah. different and trying to explain to him why things are different and whether we have to wear a mask or whether there's we can't go in there now because it's at capacity we had to come back. So there's just places that I just haven't been taking it. Yeah. So I know that that's stressing him out because he's like, what do you mean these places are gone or it's closed? He doesn't get that. Yeah. So Target is one of our places that we go. So we get in the car, we decide we're going to go to Target. And sometimes you can just see a meltdown coming. <laughs> and so we got to the Target. Oh. He clearly... By the time we drove the five minutes to the Target, really wanted to go someplace else. And I think, and again, I have to like put myself in his shoes sometimes. I think he was um, ready to go someplace else and then went through a little mini mourning and grieving of the other good places that he used to go. And now we're just stuck at Target. (laughs) So it's not as exciting anymore. So then he changes his mind and says no Target. And I'm like, okay, we're going to start to leave. Well, this happened a couple of years ago. Sometimes when we're driving, he'll jump out of the back seat and jump in the front seat. Yeah, so this is where things get scary. Oh, so boy. he's decided, I see him like, I'm like, okay, we just got to make it home. Okay, he starts undoing his seatbelt. Clearly this isn't going to work. So I pull over because this has gone south before. And yesterday was an extremely icy day. Oh, yeah, I don't need to be sl- around on those No, roads, and it's dark, you know, even though it was only like six o'clock at yeah. night. So we pull over and he continues his meltdown and then gets out of the car. <gasps> after a while so gets out of the car and i'm trying to calm him down yeah. and he and i i get it because he starts to get panicky when he's in the midst of these things and it's really hard to get through to him he decides he's going to cross the street and part of the right so he starts going across broadway and i'm freaking out and trying to calm That's down a and busy trying road. it's a busy road and thank god there was nobody there when we were there oh. so he's like i'm trying to calm him down i'm also trying to like 
get in front of him, keep him safe. I, you know, praise God, there's no traffic around uh-huh. right now. It's the uh-huh. middle of the night. Who's going to do this? He's not listening. And it's, it's you know, me penguin walking because I'm like, well, if I slip now, and they're like, now we're <laughs> booked. Okay. So Exactly. So there, it's <laughs> wow. like everything is, is, is stressful. So I he gets out of the street. We're in a parking lot now, an empty parking lot. He had left his shoes, so now he's extra upset because he has his socks on, and he's like, shoes, please. I'm like, well, they're in the car. What am I going to do? Yeah. So thank goodness, as this started, I had grabbed my cell phone. I didn't have my purse. I didn't have anything else, and the car is across the street now, but I called myself, I called my, my sister, the makeup queen, yeah. and I was like, you have to come help us out right now. We're at the, the you know, right now. So she answered the phone, thank goodness. Because, you know, we don't always answer our phones. Yeah. So she answered the phone on the first call. Got said, I'm coming. I'm, I'm on my way. Oh, it's amazing. So we managed to go into this McDonald's again on Broadway, which I just left a five star mm-hmm. review for. And there have been plenty of times in my life where um, in the middle of a meltdown, people were not as charitable as I wish they would have been yeah. at the time. Gracious, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and especially in the world that we live at, if you have somebody, you know, trust me, as uh, as an African-American mom with a brown kid, I am extra like, oh, my gosh, we can't have these things out and about because people don't get it and they're already stressed out. So the fact that he managed to get into, I'm like, well, let's just get on the McDonald's. So we get into the McDonald's, you know, he's, this is a McDonald's that he grew up in. So I get why it is. This is his safe harbor. He went in the playground. There's nobody in it because it was closed. So he like pushes the door open anyway, goes in there. So I go out to talk to the McDonald's people. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And this and that. And the manager's like, nope. Oh, yeah cool and i'm like my sister's on her way he's gonna come rescue us it's all fine they're like oh, oh and they just thankful went about, you yes, that they were they like just, it's fine it, right because it could have just escalated and they could have been like you and your kid and this and we're calling the cops and all kinds of stuff but yeah. instead they just went about their job and nobody gave us a hard time my sister got there you know i i ordered him some food he had time to uh, regulate and calm down and Good. de-escalate things and i got to go and i'm like okay you watch him i went in and got the car and then by then he calmed down and we made it home and everything was safe. See that? Yeah, mm. exactly. These are the angels among us. That's exactly. what I'm talking about. Your sister, right. that manager at that McDonald's, the workers, all everybody exactly. at that McDonald's. Sometimes they, everything lines they up. They flew and you're into like, your life right absolutely. at the right moment, and they probably saw it all over your face. Like, oh, we gotta help this lady. Please, because there are lots <laughs> yeah. of times when you're like, you are in the midst of it, going, yeah. I don't like. <sighs> I remember standing there in this parking lot, going, what am I gonna do? Or him stand like there were so many mm. ways, so many. Stops along the path, Matt, yeah. that could have just gone that I, and I'm here telling the story with a smile on my face and, and able to make it go, hey, here's why I'm doing this and how you should appreciate people when they do something good for you because it could have went bad. Yeah. So many spots along there. Yeah, yeah. So I know that I'm blessed. And when you ask me, how are you guys doing? And I'm like, we are blessed. And this is an adventure. And we make it through. Because yeah. there are some days that that is all you can do. Amen. Is make it through. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to make it through today. Exactly. So everybody out there, hopefully you Buckle are up. doing well. And you have lots of hope and yes. blessings in your life. If not, we will learn, uh, teach you a few affirmations. So Amen to that. <laughs> if I may. Yes. Be a little preachy. But you know, we just had Christmas, so I feel like it's all right. I think it's perfect. It's perfect. Very appropriate. Mm-hmm. So we are going to try and keep some of the traditions of the Don and Steve show alive. So when we get back, Matt has some uh, things that make you go, hmm, right for us? Huh. Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, so you were listening to My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Matt Belanger here with DJ Rock Lobster. We will see you back on the other side of My Talk 1071. Welcome back to My Talk 1071 and the Donna and Steve show as they are enjoying their holiday. <laughs> they I, sure are. <laughs> I am Miss Shannon here with Matt Belanger at uh, DJ Rock Lobster's over there. <laughs>
And so we are uh, we are keeping some traditions, and the other ones were like, they, if they really cared, they wouldn't have both been on vacation yeah, at the same time. They abandoned <laughs> us. Don's not even here. No. The whole place left, and they were like, here, just do something. They're for an like, hour who's or two. who stays in the building anyway? They're like, well, Belander has to be here. I know. And Miss Shannon has no life oh. other than watching her kid, so she might as well come oh. here. So, yeah, here we are. so here we are. So we're like, you know. and that's the present to all of the my talkers that's out there. Right. So Listen, I mean, the only person that's here intentionally, I think, is is Rock. Because mm-hmm. Rocco like let Don do all the shifts during the middle of the pandemic, so he's young. That's true. He's I do feel like she kind of tricked me. I thought, <laughs> I thought I was just trading for like the nine o'clock hour. I didn't know I was trading for the entire <laughs> six to nine. So <laughs> you guys do the show. I'm gonna uh, do drink some more coffee. Mm-hmm. That's Fair okay, enough. buddy. Fair Take enough. it easy. I'm having fun. Jace, well, it was fun to work with Jace. Yeah. 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 So we do need you to hit one of those buttons for us, though. Let's, oh, do, it. Let's do this, this one. one. Okay. All right, what's got you thinking over there, Blanche? So, well, you know the forecast is brutal. Yes. So we got, to, I mean, Brock will give us the official update later. Mm-hmm. We yeah. got the weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, my unofficial assessment of the weather is it's, it's not great. Uh-huh. Uh, no more snow today, but what you really need to know is we are going to fall off into the deep freeze. Okay. I'm talking about it's going to get cold like that piece of ground beef that's stuck in the way back of the chest freezer yes. in the basement that hasn't moved in 10 years. Right. It's going to get that cold. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking like a high of zero as we start 2022 on Saturday. So like overnight, like counting down 21, going to 22, zero degrees. I don't know what that says about what we're starting a new year, but (laughs) that got me thinking. And uh, I found this fabulous list online of the strange things your body does in the extreme cold. Okay. And I want to know if you have some additions to this list. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's something that happens to you, creaking and cracking (laughs) and things, or I know anything that I notice. Family members that I have, you know, when it gets cold, this starts to hurt or Mm -hmm. this starts to do whatever. Number one, your eyes and your nose dry out humidity drops in the cold air i know i keep getting alerts from my thermostat it's like uh your house has extremely low humidity oh and i'm like goodness. what do you want me to do about it boil right. a pot of water but <laughs> thermostat's yelling at me and i can't do anything about it because the cold air is so dry so it's first things to go eyes and nose more eye drops you're using okay your nose gets i noticed a little bit tickle. of that you kind yeah. of think so i'm just like oh, here's yeah, the saline totally. yeah, the, the saline spray and i'm like oh you 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 got that neti pot maybe now's the time to use it that thing's i don't I'm sure it's fabulous. And I know people like live by those things, Mm -hmm. but I don't understand. I am not an evangelist for them, but I have tried. I bought one. Not it's the, the fancy nose one. thing, right? Yeah, not the fancy one that you like plug in. Like, there's ones that are like vacuums for your I'm nose. Not, place. So, that I'm not one putting I anything plugged into the you wall up my nose. I almost not thought about it. it because I was like, oh, you know, kind of thing. And yeah. one of my voice actor friends just swears by it. Like, people who love it, love it. And I thought about it and I was like, just try the easy one without any pressure and see what or you electricity. like. electricity. Correct. <laughs> and I did all of the things to make sure I didn't end up with like... um a brain parasite, like you're supposed to use distilled water and do all this stuff. Like you're not supposed to use okay. tap water. You, you got to use the me. right water because you don't, because otherwise you'll get like a parasite nope. in your brain and make yourself sick. So nope. um, I got no I, problems. I, don't I need that. did enjoy it from a personal scientific experiment type thing. Okay. Like I did, I did feel less dry. I see why people like it. It does take, you do have to get accustomed to it. Cause you're like, I kind of feel like I'm drowning myself mm-hmm. at the beginning and mm-hmm. then you get better yeah. at it. And you're like, okay, so I could see like I did do a, a couple of days ago. I did a little. Z- I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. App of it. I said, I do, I'll do a little treatment, so I'm good with it. So after you dry out, basically, mm-hmm. your eyes and your nose, it's funny because your body like responds. And have you ever been out in a really cold, windy day and you're walking, you know, you're just like, I need to get inside, I need to get inside. Yes. And then your eyes start watering. Right. So that's the that's the second level of oh, this. Oh, okay. So then it starts to get runny, if you will. You yes. know, so your eyes start to water, your nose, nose then starts, becomes mm-hmm. runny, try to overcompensate. Uh, the dryness causes them to boost production in tears and, you know, wetness in okay. your nose, I'll say. I don't want to say that other word here on the radio. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, your nose will run a little bit. And yes. then uh, after that, the next thing that happens, your fingers start to shrink a little bit. Shrink? Yeah. Okay. You know, they cut, yep. don't you ever notice your rings are looser? I had not noticed that. You know when it's when it's really cold? Okay. Because I guess... I'll pay attention next time. Yeah, because uh, when it's hot and you're hot and sweaty, sometimes people's hands or fingers swell. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the reverse happens when it's cold. They shrink. Uh, I don't know the science. I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> it you know, probably got to do with your blood vessels and everything. But that's okay. something that's going to happen. So if you... Yeah, if your ring is already loose and then you're outside in extreme cold, be careful. You're going to drop that thing. It's going to come off You should glove. have gloves on anyway. Yeah. Well, it'll come off in your glove, maybe, mm-hmm. is what I was thinking. You'll mm-hmm. have to pee more when it's really cold outside. Really? Yes, uh, it's uh, a side effect of the majority of your blood getting directed toward your um, essential organs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That That is quite essential. You are correct. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you'll actually have to go to the bathroom more often. Your kidneys attempt to alleviate all this pressure Mm -hmm. in response to the the blood pressure going up in certain areas. Like, I'm already trying to keep you warm. I don't have time to deal with that stuff. So, it's like, we don't need this fluid in here. So, you're going to have to go to the bathroom more. Mm -hmm. Um, Believe it or not, when it's extremely cold, your risk of having a heart attack goes up now we're not talking about heart attack snow and shoveling or anything like that your heart just plain old has to work harder when it's extremely cold outside to keep you warm oh so mm-hmm. if you have any of those underlying conditions Ooh, you high need blood to be pressure extra. yeah all right so mm-hmm. next time i'm talking to somebody that does a snowbird thing i'm like i'm gonna stop complaining because no yeah it's it's for their health yes that makes sense go stay warm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Down there too, <laughs> you know. it's for your health you know uh, you and and a lot of people know this too. I mean, even if you don't have a condition or something, mm-hmm. that ex- when that cold air you breathe that in, yes. you know, even through your scarf or something, uh, it can cause some trouble breathing. Right. I mean, some people are sensitive, but even the rest of us too, breathing in that cold air can cause. It's there's a particular medical term for it. I'm going to try to nail it here. Okay. We'll see bronchospasms, oh. a tightening of the muscles that line your lungs' airways. So it can actually limit the air in and out of the lungs, and uh, that can make it feel like it's really hard to breathe. I think we've all had that scenario mm-hmm. where you go outside and you're like, you ha- you literally like, I, I, you, the, like the air just dissipates. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, where is the air? It's that cold. Do you ever eat um, a popsicle or something and mm-hmm. then uh, you get a cold headache? Yes. So when it's really whole, really cold like that, you can get a terrible headache. Even if you're not eating something extremely cold and you give yourself brain freeze or whatever. Just walking through brain freeze. Yes, gotcha. you can actually like live every day brain freeze when it gets crazy cold. The other things, you might get frostbite, of course. And then if you actually start to not feel the cold anymore, you know you've got some big problems. Because right. then you're starting to, your body's shutting down. All right. Well, hopefully nobody has anything shut down out there. So figure out a way to stay warm. Yeah. Maybe that's stay inside and listen to us. Absolutely. Yeah. You're listening to My Talk 1071. It's the Donna and Steve show with Michelle. Shannon, Matt Belanger, and DJ Rock Lobster will be right back.
Welcome back to My Talk 1071. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Also want to encourage you to go out and get that My Talk app. You can take us with you wherever you go. That's always fun. I know some people go up to the cabin and I'm like, let me know that you're listening to us in the app. Mm-hmm. How do we sound up at the cabin? So I'm Miss Shannon. That's Matt Belanger over there. Also, DJ Rock Lobster's hanging out clum, with us. Clum, clum, clum. Clum, 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 clum. Love it. We need uh, Donna's just... glasses. <laughs> Banging on the I just table. forwarded this to you, Sh- uh, Miss Shannon. But, yes. Uh, a listener did uh, email us saying thank you so much for sharing Oh, that story yes. at the top of the hour. Yes. Thank and you. Thank you very much for that. And I, you know, it's also, you know, I, you just, as much as we, like people usually tell me, well, if you hear um, something and, and they want to write an email about something that they hate, I'm like, write an email about something that you love. If somebody mm-hmm. does a good job, make sure you do that as well. Because I don't think that we do that as much. We'll sit there and we'll freak out and tell people how bad things are. Um, but it also helps you put things in perspective. So, you know, we got lots of things that are going out on the world and it's super uh, complicated. And (laughs) now we're just like, all right, let's just see how we go. You know, it just makes you go, all right, here's where I'm here and I'm gonna smile and I'm gonna do the best that I can. That's what I'm going to do. That is it. You know, so here's the thing. I really do like a lot of normally geek-related television shows, you know, kind of thing. But there were certain ones that I didn't watch for a variety of reasons in my life. And one of those is the monster franchise that is known as Game of Thrones. What? I know. Because you are A, a sword person, and B, a dragon person. (laughs) Absolutely. What is going on here? You are correct. And I desperately wanted to like this show. Um, and I watched, I'm like, it has everything I like, like, mm-hmm. and he's serious, man. Mm-hmm. I have swords on the wall and a collection of mini dragons. Um, and so I was it's really made excited. for you. Correct. And <laughs> then I started watching it. And the thing about it is I made it through the first season and it just made me go, well, why do you like a lot of these geek things that you like? And part of it is the escapism and wanting to be in that world. Sure. I'm like, I am not going to Westeros. I don't want to be there. Nothing good happens to anybody there. That is the way that the world is set up is you're not supposed to want to be there. And everybody dies. It's just a terrible place. And I'm like, I don't want to go visit. Like, mm-hmm. normally, if you watch a geek thing, even if bad things happen in the land, I still like, well, I could figure out how to hang out in Gotham. You know, okay, Batman's got my back, you know, kind of thing. Here's what happens in Metropolis. Just don't get a building falling on you, that kind of thing. But in Westeros, you're like, nope. Like, even the people on your side might burn you up with their dragon. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really, in real talk, I also just didn't like um, it. The hyper violence of it Mm. was too realistic for what I was going through in my life at the time. And I'm like, I do not find this show entertaining. And at the time, I wanted shows that were entertaining me. Kudos so that's to you why I just for being able it. to self-filter like that. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, like that's, this is that's emotionally good. battering me when I watch this show. Yeah. And so, but I did care about it. So I read all of the recaps. I found some, like, there was a, a, a writer on Entertainment Weekly that would do episode recaps. So I watched that. I also watched our our, our friend Jonathan. He had a series called Gay of Thrones. Oh, hey. So I watched John- a couple of that. Yes. Yeah. And so Jonathan, our friend from um, uh, Queer Eye. Who is uh their new season is coming That's out? Right. I heard like next year. Yeah, I love that so show. that is coming. I love that show. He's very funny, and this is one of the things that he started doing. Uh, first is that he did this this Gay of Thrones series that just built and built and built. So I knew what was going on, you know, kind of thing. Sure, I knew okay. I, uh, enough to 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 quench my thirst for dragons. And magic and those things. So that's it. So, you know, I always think it's interesting that when you're part of a show like that, 
it's hard to go and talk about anything else. Like, you know that that's going to come up. So right now, Peter Dinklage, who we all know from Game of Thrones and a lot of other things, is out there talking about Cyrano, the movie that he's going to be, that he's starring in that's coming out soon. So, of course, people are talking to him about Game, you know, Game of Thrones. And I love his quote because he sat there and he, you know, basically he's like, okay, I knew that this was coming. <laughs> and then they start asking him questions about, well, what did you think about the end of it? And he's like, I'm totally fine with the end of it. And this is one of my favorite quotes I think I've ever read. He said, they wanted the pretty white people to ride off into the sunset together. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went on to say, by the way, it's fiction. There's dragons on it. Move on. <laughs> and started laughing. <laughs> so the fact that he's like, okay, look, I'm at peace with the ending. What did you think was going to happen? Wait, wait, wait. Is this is this the show? Now, listen, I'm going to confess. You didn't watch the show either? I didn't watch the show. But, oh, but, but. Yes. This is, the, is this the show where at the end the lady's walking and they're going, shame or something? Like, is that the show? That's an episode. That's not the end. Oh, I thought but that was the epi- ending. But no, no, that's an episode in like the middle. Because for a while there, people in my life, I'd be walking around, they were like, <laughs> shame, yeah, shame. And I'm like, what is going on? Yes, well, that is anyway. one of the primary characters okay. and one of the pivotal okay. moments in this. Hey, hey listen, I've played <laughs> trivia you know, with. You know a lot from oh. not having watched this. this is amazing. Oh, gosh, I, I love know this. everything yeah. about the show i just didn't watch it you That's know and so interesting <laughs> and then what i would do is that i would watch gay of thrones and then i'd go oh this looks like an episode oh, it's like the i clips should watch notes. the fabulous clips exactly notes. and it would be like okay and then he came up with really good like code names for everybody so i didn't have to keep track of what their real names was so he's like okay that's christina aguilera and this is baby galapagos and whatever so that's so great <laughs> Um, what so was I, the problem with the ending? What don't people I'll, like? Do we I'll know? I'll give yeah. you my take. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's up? Uh, I think, uh, the, what was it, like 10 seasons? Great. Eight, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like nine seasons where there was a lot of subtlety and nuance and, oh, these characters are, have levels upon levels and mm-hmm. where okay. is this going to go? And then I think the last season they switched showrunners or writers and it just kind of got simple. And it just, it ended like, oh, wait, that's just done Yeah, so this was the, let's see, 73 episodes, and uh-huh. it went eight seasons. And so it, it is one of those, when you look through a list of most controversial season, I mean, series finales, mm-hmm. this one comes up. Like, the internet exploded. Like, people either were like, okay, I get it, and it's fine, or were so mad like so bad yeah and because i think rocco you're right where it was like oh that dude okay yeah right oh Oh. oh, you can defeat them by just doing that (laughs) oh why didn't they they do that in season two (laughs) Uh, it was yeah and then you know it was a lot of a journey the main character the you know the queen of dragons or whatever mother of dragons mother dragon you know she everybody thought oh yeah wow she's this amazing anti-hero and then in the end it was just like oh it turns out she's just kind of a b-word and, yeah. you know it's just like okay oh. no and they kind of like turned on her like they made her do some stuff and i'm like okay and but i when i was reading back through the recap and again watching all of this stuff at this thing i as someone who was just a cursory fan of the series i understood why people were so upset but in my head as someone who just knows of the series it kind of made sense for the way that that world works because at what point did you ever get a satisfying resolution with any of your primary characters that's kind of not what game of thrones did from me watching from afar it was okay you like this one now we're gonna have a wedding and all those people are (laughs) gone you know we're gonna get rid of all of those people or you're gonna think this is what's gonna happen oh no it's something instead and the people that you feel 
any sort of empathy for, they figure out a way that you go, okay, I felt bad for you, but then you did this, so now I'm done. <laughs> so yeah. so nobody wins. But so, I also think, like, the main guy, what, George R.R. R. Martin, is mm-hmm. that his name? He had written and written and written, and then the, the show ended by writers uh, that weren't him. Correct. And it just sort of lost subtlety and nuance, and it was just like, blur. <laughs> so now that we have... Two prequels that are on deck for this series. Are you excited about those, Rocco, as I a fan? I don't think I am. I think, okay. I think it ended in a way that I was like, okay, I'm over this now. So now you don't even want to know how they got up to where the thing that you liked started because you know where it ends. Right. On my on my personal level, I think I'm over it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not dying over it. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, I think that's interesting. And that, and that leads to something that Rocco and I were going to start talking about yesterday, Matt. So maybe oh. we can do that. So there's, I always think it's interesting where there's series that you're like super jazzed about at the beginning. And then you take a pivot and you go, am I even going to finish this? Yeah. Oh, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, that was how I felt about Game of Thrones when it first started. Like I was involved with all of the hoopla. I'm like, I'm here for this. I watched the first season. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. And here's the reason why I'm out. I don't care when the next one comes. And I had plenty of time to 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 get it out, to, to cleanse my palate because it took forever between new seasons. So by the time the next one was coming out, season two, I'm like, I soups don't care. <laughs> so is there anything that you guys are watching right now that you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get to the end of this. Am I going to go back? <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like about halfway through a couple different shows. One is Kevin Can F Himself. Yes. And <laughs> that sounds good. Um, and I think this is I'm gonna have I have a similar complaint with this show that I did with maybe WandaVision. Did you watch I did watch all of that, yes. Um where I thought I like it when a show is kind of weird and thinks outside the box and take and just looks at things through a whole different angle that I didn't see coming. And that's kind of what I thought WandaVision was. And then I felt like at the end of WandaVision, it was just a Marvel smash them up, fly through the sky and shoot. The final episode does turn into, you are correct. I agree with you. But the Kevin, if you're not familiar, Matt, if I remember correctly, Kevin can F himself as the one about the wife who hates her husband. Yeah. And it's basically Mm -hmm. a spoof of like a Kevin James comedy where you got the a-hole husband, you know, the schlubby husband with the beautiful wife and he's a a dink and you wonder why she's with him. Right. The the audience laughs. (laughs) Right. And this show sort of blows up that premise and you see like her inner thoughts and Mm. you see sort of a dark side of what's going on there. Right. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's weird. That's cool. And after about three or four episodes, I was like, maybe this isn't as weird and interesting and and cool as I thought it was. So I sort of hit pause on it, but now I'm starting to wonder, all right, should I finish it? Should I, I think they announced they're going to have a second and final uh, season. Okay. And I, and I know Donna from the Don and Steve show yes. is watching it. So maybe I'll watch it. Cause if you have somebody in commonality yeah. that you can talk about. So that's one that's on my list of, should I stick with it? Should I not? The other for me right now is, um, I heard about the Paul Rudd, uh, Will Ferrell thing, uh, on Apple plus, mm-hmm. uh, the shrink next door. I thought, well, that sounds kind of neat. And then I went and listened to the podcast that it was based on, and I listened to that whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And then I started watching the episodes, and I'm like two or three in, and I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's not as funny as I wanted it to be. It's not as wacky. I don't... It, it's not wacky. Yeah. I watched part of it, too. It's more of that awkward funny, yeah, which I get worn out on quickly as well, too. If it's yeah. just always... Because I'm not good at watching other... 
I'm not good at watching comedies that are based upon making me uncomfortable. If that's right, it's hard to explain that. If the whole thing is, I feel a little creepy watching this and, and cringy the whole time. I can only do that for a couple of scenes. So if it's the whole series is based yeah. upon you're like, oh, just cringing cringy, the whole time. Yeah. I have to tap out. It's no longer it's that that's not fun for me. Like watching people have terrible things happen to them. I agree. And my wife's like that, too. She yeah. only really likes to watch just fluffy, fun yes. things because she's like, my whole life is, you know, stressy <laughs> and cringy. Let's just let's have a little break. <laughs> don't need more cringe. <laughs> no more cringe. That's why I don't watch shows like This Is Us. I'm all like, I don't need sadness and tears yeah. brought to me. On my flat screen. So I, I get it. I'm with your wife, Rocco. Yeah. But maybe, you know, you know, if we have to break or whatever, but maybe if there's some shows that you guys are feeling like, should I stick with it? Yes. Am I into this? Should I finish it? Let's talk about that. Yeah. So go ahead. You can either call us at 651-641-1071. Go ahead and let us know that. Or you can always email the show like our friend did. Just go to mytalk1071.com. Just email the show. It's Donna and Steve and our friend Rocco. Let us know what you uh, say when you chime in. We do get back. Uh, we do have some music news that I think. What? Is that what we should go to? No, I'm, uh, I'm ahead of time. I'm ahead of that. We actually yeah, I, have I'm some new... information. We have some information. Oh, yeah. See something. Our... Say something. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And so... We got we to gotta see something and say something about our, 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 our Wisconsin, our friends friends. Wisconsin. Yeah. Come on. This <laughs> is the Donna and Steve Show here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Neither Donna nor Steve are here today, but I'm Miss Shannon here with Matt Belanger. We are holding it down. Holding you know it what? Down. Hmm. Uh, your nickname for me stuck. Did it? Sweet Maddie Ma- B? Well, Maddie B from TV. I like Maddie yeah. B from TV. <laughs> or Sweet Maddie B. I like it. And I want it to be Maddie B from TV. Nice. With a little ding. And then Rocco's going to make you a theme song. <laughs> That's right. Well, yes. maybe by Someday. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> He's on. Look, look. Rocco has a lot to do around here. He yes, holds this place together. My the, little thingy dingy is not a priority. Here's what time. I will tell you about. I told him not to worry about DJ. it. <laughs> I know you told him not to do that. But here's the thing about DJ Rock Lobster. He is so on it, like, accidentally will just show up one day and you'll be like, oh, he totally forgot about it. And then, like, in a week and a half, he's going to have the whole <laughs> thing done, and it's going to have a chorus. You know what the problem is? And, you know what the problem is? Huh. Getting Donna and Steve to to sing it, to put it together, right? Oh, That'll be tough. You know, because half the time they're not here Steve's together. Steve's at home in the closet in his bedroom doing the radio or whatever. <laughs> I have some and, choral friends. Why don't we just get one of my oh, choral friends Oh, I don't need this to, to be the hallelujah chorus, honey. I don't How want the king to be? stand up. Call Cat Perkins. Ask Cat Perkins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe Cat will do it. We know Cat. We know Jamesia Bennett. Could you imagine it? Like, a Call Jamesia, Aaron Schwab. We got so many friends of my talk that are that would that's actually true. be a little better than Donna and Steve. Oh, no. <laughs> that's part of the mystique. <laughs> that's part of the mist- mistake. That's what it is. I'm trying to get you. Are you a comedian or something? <laughs> a little bit. I, no, we bit. We bit on occasion. So on see occasion. something, say something, right? We got a zinger for that, yes. don't we? Yes. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something. Okay, With Donna and Steve. I saw if this. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I saw this and I, I, I thought I had to say something about it. <laughs> well, first of all, I would like to set the stage. Mm-hmm. We are in that lost week right now. Yes. Between Christmas and New Year's. Right. And people don't even know what day it is. Right. People are, people are off. The whole world, most people are off. Correct. I feel like a lot of people... Just took all the time off between mm-hmm. the holidays. Yes. 
I don't know. I don't know. I took a little walk to get a cup of coffee just now. I ain't nobody up in this department this morning. So I was like, hello? <laughs> so anyway, I don't know, somebody yeah. made the coffee, but it yeah. was probably somebody was like, from the I'm morning show. I'm from home. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So let's just remember that. So maybe people are, are uh, they're off. They're enjoying themselves. They're indulging. Yes. Maybe with an adult beverage or two. Mm-hmm. Hopefully later in the day, but whatever. But I, I, I found this. <laughs> so some, you know, genius decided to rank the top 50 drunkest counties. Okay. In the nation. Okay. <clears throat> the, whole, the whole nation. Top 50 can divided by counties. Yes. Um, and apparently the uh, Midwest has all 50. Wow. <laughs> Not even like one like outlier nope. in like California or someplace like that. Not whiskey, one place bourbon. in Ke- no, no, not 20, New Orleans. Nothing. Nothing. Twenty four seven Wall Street Vegas, identified. Nothing in Vegas. <laughs> Napa Valley. Wow. Nope. Twenty four seven Wall Street identified the fifty drunkest counties in the U.S. You can't get drunk on those little wine sippies out in Napa Valley. <laughs> they don't even give you enough to rinse your teeth. Okay, with. fair enough. Fair enough. Fifty mm-hmm. drunkest counties in the U.S. Three thousand one hundred six counties. That's a good little fact to have, mm-hmm. by the way. There are three thousand one hundred six counties across the country. That'll come up in trivia. And yes. they used data. From 2021 uh, County Health Rankings. Okay. All right. So they, they went to the source. Yes. Those people would know. Yes. <laughs> so they were they were relating and, and talking about themselves. So they're going, nope, here's what we do in our county. So, if, uh, so in the counties that made the list, you had to have more than one in four adults drinking excessively. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Now, you, now you may know. Do they define what they said for excessively in here? I'm just going to leave that up to your imagination. Yeah. So, but anyway, the one in four adults, more than that, in the population of the county, yes. had to drink excessively. Okay. And nationally, the statistic is fewer than one in five adults reach that threshold. So, if you have more than one in four in a particular county, it is it's a lot anyway. Th- that's how yeah. they get away calling it drunkest counties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Minnesota had one. Which one? On the list. Any guesses, Rocco? Uh, mm, no. And yes, that's what <laughs> I was going to do. Is that where you live, Rocco? Uh, no. no okay. Neither do I. <laughs> we love Anoka. We do. I just you made me pick a county. That's true. It's Lesueur. Oh, it's Lesueur. <gasps> you know that drive on one sixty nine does is tough. So I mean I get it. Like you know if you live in Lesueur and you got to head on okay. up to the metro all the time. Anyway, uh, I hope they're not doing that. They probably don't. They love pre-game. their county. I hope they're not like. That's what going, I'm saying. Do, I got a pregame. I'm gonna and qualify this. Do. do not drink and drive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> please, please stay in Lesueur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's probably so we I had mean, one I, county, Minnesota. Like, I got okay, some good parties in Mankato, so I get it. <laughs> Come on, like, okay, there Lassure, I see you. So mm-hmm. there, there it is, uh, South Central Minnesota. Right, coming in uh, 38 on the list, Lesueur. Mm-hmm. You know how many counties uh, Wisconsin had on the list? Well, um, Rock- 49? Four, psh, 41. Oh, wow. wow. But in all of the country, there's 50 drunkest. You got Minnesota's one. And 41 of the other ones are Wisconsin, and there's a couple other What, like other one ones in Iowa, two in <laughs> yeah, yeah, North right. Dakota? Where's this list at? Let me get my fingers on this. Yeah, because I'm just curious. That's bonkers. 41? <laughs> and the fact that Wisconsin, because of the way that the study was, was uh, collected, told on themselves. Yep. So it's not like anybody outside is, is going, hey, let me make yeah. fun of those Wisconsinites. Oh, right. my gosh. And I hate the Packers. They're not doing that. Wisconsin mm-hmm. had to self-identify as the drunkest They did. <laughs> Listen, and the top five of all the count. So Wisconsin not only has forty one of them, but they're all the top five. 
Uh, I don't know my Wisconsin counties. I don't know if you do, but does Allegheny County? I don't know how to say mm. that. Allegheny? No, no not Allegheny. Allegheny. <laughs> I'm like, O U T A G A M I E. I don't okay. know. Whatever. That's number one. So okay. I don't know what it is, but if you live there, you're, you're loving life. Yes. Um, <laughs> also on the list, Pierce. Polk, I, I recognize those. Pierce those are Polk. closer on mm-hmm. our side of the state. It's uh, Calumet County, Walworth County. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in, in all of those, kind of getting top five on the list, nearly a third of all the adults report, self-report, binge or heavy drinking. Wow. So, I mean, I listen. And I'm not surprised that they mm. self-report because I know some friends from They're Wisconsin. They're proud. They're proud. Which I think is interesting, but I think that it also, and again, we aren't. Um, encouraging consumption to the point of your detriment or the detriment of your family. Right. But I do think that one of the things that my Wisconsin friends are proud of is that they imbibe a lot, but as they know, they're like, well, we're trained to handle it. So we do it at home. We're not hurting Wait anybody. We're not doing anything. So I think that's why they're like oddly proud about it. It's like, oh, okay, we were just, we, we take care Wisconsin's of it. oddly proud about a lot of stuff. <laughs> Come on. Fair enough. I'm looking up now. Hold on a minute. Tap dance for me because okay. I want because what I what, what I remember. Well, mm-hmm. I'm looking up the like official binge drinking definition because I swear. Like how many cocktails? I have it looked is? in like a certain hour or two hours period, you know, and there's a number there, and it's like it's not that many. It's oh. like two or three beers an hour or something like that. Right. And I so think. the reason I bring that up is uh, I swear I saw that definition floating by somewhere, and I go, oh man, I, there have been days when I've done that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know? days. Yeah, it's not been all days. the time. It hasn't been like, <laughs> like Christmas week, the whole week, you know, kind of thing. It's like there's a special occasion. Yeah. It's like when you go to the doctor and they ask you all those questions like going, have you done this more than mm-hmm. twice in the last year? Yeah, I'm like, well, no, I have not binge. Uh, you know, I've had my wine Fridays, you know, kind of thing. But I'm like, at least I'm keeping it together enough that it's not. I feel like I have to check a box that then my doctor has to have an additional conversation with me and go, uh, do you have a problem, Ms. Paul? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. That I think is is where. We have to draw the line. The more you know, kind you of thing. know folks. The exactly. more you know. So, so call your friends in Wisconsin. Check on them. I mean, we just went medal, through a holiday. Give them a medal. <laughs> make sure they're. Make sure everybody's good <laughs> over there. Just hey, just hey, checking on you. Right. Making sure you're okay. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing, like I eat some carbs. That was part of the reason why I ended up here in the first place. Is I was dating a guy from Wisconsin, yeah. and when I was living in Arizona, and so I'm like, well, if we move up here, not only does it work out for him, but I knew I could get my mom and my young sisters to move to Minneapolis so that's how we got here mm-hmm. in the 90s and so visiting his family in Coon Valley Wisconsin just outside of La Crosse was a whole different whole different Coon, thing. Valley. Coon Valley Wisconsin I did learn the word coolie from them and then What's I that? thought that right coolie? it's a valley and I thought that that was just what Midwesterners called like this little Valley, little, no, it's a dip. Wisconsin thing, uh, and so I used I told that you one they day. have a lot of stuff <laughs> that they unique you know very unique Whatever. I used Cooley and people looked at I was like, I thought I was relating to you people by using Cooley. And <laughs> my friend's people. like, Don't yeah. say that. Yeah, well, it's, I met you people like, like Midwesterners. <laughs> with love. With love. With you. Well, I thought I was helping. I was learning I'm the language. I'm not from here. You got it. You got it. A Cooley. Spell it right. Because if you spell Yes. It's a very particular region, too, in Wisconsin. I looked it up because I looked it up. And if you spell it wrong, it's a racial slur. So the right one. So Wisconsin people. I hope you got my a back. A valley or drainage zone. Exactly. Look at the C-O-U-L-E-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is great. We learn all kinds Listen, of things Listen, I have Wisconsin. some friends from Wisconsin. I love my Wisconsin. They're fun people. Yes, so. I agree. Hmm. We love you, Wisconsin. Yes, we cheers. love you. Cheers. Dare I say cheers, Wisconsin. <laughs> we also love all our My Talkers. We'll be right back. It's the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1.